Welcome to the D Swift Show, the entrepreneur's podcast for budding entrepreneurs exploring business life balance with your host and mentor, Ryu D Swift. Hey guys, welcome to another D Swift Show. Well, today I will be going through something a bit more practical, just like the previous episode. Um, I don't know how to quite say this. I didn't actually make a, a a hitting or anything just yet but I know the whole thing is gonna be about learning so let's just start talking uh, question why are some people better at life and learning obviously some of us have thought about this and thought well it's because they're smarter than you or that they have more time in their hands to be able to do certain things when they just you know they just a natural at it. Now, obviously, I can tell you, no one's born natural with anything. There are certain things that you can innately have, and it can be uh, tapped into while you are still young, and can be nurtured quite quickly. Especially when you are younger, you can nurture something quite quickly if you know if you know what that innate ability or innate sort of yeah, just innate ability would be. And why ask that question? Why are some people better at life and learning or just being successful? Is because, well, here's another thing. If we are all, if we all have the same amount of hours in the day, I mean, we have 24 hours in the day. Why are some people better at life and learning? And that, that same thing pops up again. They're smarter than you. These are the limiting beliefs that we have. They are smarter than you or they have more time to be able to do the things that they want to do they have more money, they have, they have a lot more things than you have and sure, sure, people are hard working but you should understand that for those people that, that are somewhere in life where you see them as successful they've been where you were but the limiting beliefs didn't hold them back so, like for me, for instance, uh, when I was working, remember I worked 7 in the morning till 7 p.m. at night. And that was my job for two straight years. I was up at 4.45 a.m. because the commute time was a bitch. And I got home after 8 p.m. at night. But the difference was I only went to go sleep at one o'clock in the morning so I had four hours four hours and 45 minutes sleep per day for two years yeah some Sundays when we were home early I would have actually caught on my sleep but that was my life for two years and for me that's where I learned discipline determination and cutting the learning curve this was my framework for learning and applying what I've learned. Something I had to sit my ass down and figure out because my time that I had was not enough for me to do the things that I wanted to do. Yeah, sure, weekends, I still went out partying, but it wasn't every weekend. It was a reward for when I was studying and I got to a certain point. And yeah, the word studying and learning, it's, yeah, it's, it has a huge connotation to most of us. Like, 
I mean, I'm the type of person that always notes things down or write write these things down to keep somewhere, and most of it is in some or other file. I've got quite a few files stacked up. I've got quite a few books written out in, and my Evernote is also getting full. I had to reorganize my Evernote just to keep track of everything. I didn't want to scan everything in because some things are just left for me. Some things are just left on paper, much better. So learning something that I wrote about the education system we learn but the word learning we associate with school and school is one of the I would say for some people it's the worst places to be in for other people well yeah you can imagine they thrived in it so learning yes is associated with school but the word learning is not from school the way I see it is the, learn, the, the the school system took learning and bundled it up into something that we should conform to just remember I was an average a D average student my memory and everything was quite low although my physical I would say my stamina my athleticism was quite high my energy levels were high so that's natural I mean some people would see yeah, no, they, they don't have the brains, they have the brawn, or they're quite brainy, they don't have the brawns. But, again, you can have both. There are people that have emerged, if you look around, that have the brains and the brawn. Because they figured something out, and this is something I also figured out, like me and my memory being so low, I worked on it. I actually worked on it to the point where where my memory was actually bad or where my grades actually went down was because of myself, me believing that my brain, I could not remember things or I was just an average student. That belief became my life and learning had nothing to do with it. It was literally my own limiting belief. So when I talk about learning, yeah, you have an association with school. So my idea was when i upped my memory or should i say upgraded my my ram my memory and upgraded the way i saw the world i basically started asking a lot more questions and that's where the whole thing comes out with me jotting down so many notes from different books and understanding certain things and today i I still have this limiting belief where I cannot explain clearly to someone or some person. So I will explain to someone about a specific subject probably three or four different ways because I understand that people's minds, it depends on whatever perception you're taking it in on. I mean, everyone's environment has the same, well, sorry, not, not the same. Everyone's environment has a different effect on every person which is why I get back let's, let's go back to learning learning yes it's associated with school but it's not school and that's where the first emotional connection comes in you think about learning and you think about school so if you had a bad experience in school or you hated learning because of school that's why school was there to teach you how to hate learning I on the other hand also hated learning and turn that completely around where I am still learning today and loved 
and still love learning for the last decade basically and so yeah learning why why would you want to learn what for i mean for some people it's fun so, like for me it's fun it's impressive to some others it's a great way to to meet new people i mean why not like uh, i see learning as a an emotional value it's, it's it's emotional value for me this is how i associated with of using the skill it's an emotional value that you're using the skill for basically so if let's let's just make an example so i want to be able to watch anime without reading the subtitles yes i watch anime i've learned quite a bit but i haven't learned japanese fluently or anything like that i haven't put any conscious effort into it but for me to be able to watch anime yeah i would need to be able to read uh, sorry not read i need to be able to learn or speak japanese but thinking about it like oh shit it's going to take a while before i'll be able to be fluent in it so that i can listen without having to basically go to a book or something like that and that's only one thing it's like yeah you need a skill to be able to do something and for me japanese it's a cool language i'm kind of not say kind of i've kind of started but it's not something that's on the top of my list so i will go haphazardly through it i'm not going to become fluent at it but at least i'll be able to have a little conversation with someone or some people in japanese in about i will give myself about a month so yeah that's that's just one example let's go with another example i want to be able to cook a gourmet meal for my family what's the skill that i need there cooking okay i need a cooking skill i need to be one of the michelin chefs now to get that oh no that's gonna take a while that's that's just another one of those damn it's gonna take too long so with these things in mind obviously if you really wanted to do something why would you put yourself through or not say you wanted to you want to learn a skill you want to be whatever you want to be you want to go study something at a university you're going to pay money for someone to teach you information to make you a better whatever skill you want to learn let's say like a mechanical engineer So I'm paying this university and I'm studying these subjects that will make me a mechanical engineer. It's going to take 3 years, it's going to take 4 years, it's going to take 5 years, whatever the time frame may be. Become a doctor, 7 years plus whatever. And my problem with that is understanding psychology and learning this when I was at a young age. That learning itself is obviously not to a specific institution but it's an individual thing with the previous episode talking about Myers Briggs and the personality quotient i used that to literally pick out my strengths and weaknesses and especially in learning i used that to learn a little bit of nlp and life coaching and understanding that Look, it, it wasn't an easy, it wasn't an easy task. It, I think it took about six months to go through what I needed to go through on my own. But six months compared to, I think, what is it? Uh, 
you know what the prices are now to become a practitioner i did it i did it years later it took a week but compressed that in a week anyway learned a little bit of nlp and, and life coaching i use it on myself i understood a lot about myself i sped up my learning let's just say my learning curve and basically learning fast that's that's basically what it came out to so yeah i want to be able to to have this cooking skill and the next question in my mind would be how do i do that quickly and my the way i see the framework my learning curve is this i will try something i will try the basics i will look at something and be like okay that looks like a skill worth trying let's let's watch a couple of people doing it and i remember before i started doing bartending i was doing flaring like bottle flaring months before i even started bartending and that was just a hobby again it was fun that time it hurt like hell when i started but my thing was i shortened my learning curve instead of going to a class that will teach you in one day it took me a couple of weeks before i got some of the flowing right and everything so yeah it, it took me a couple of weeks to get into what i wanted to do but i did it for a few minutes a day <laughs> that was that was the funny thing that was a fun thing not even the funny thing it wasn't something that i was set out like i'm gonna sit for an hour and i'm gonna be able to do this move all i did was practice one move a night for a week the next week i did the same and i think on the third week i got a bit of confidence and started stringing, stringing them together now i'm not a gourmet chef obviously but i have a bit of cooking skill i can cook for myself and for my family but it's not something i want to do that is the other thing where learning comes in you want to be able to learn anything fast right but what's the point of learning something fast if you don't don't and don't want to do it i mean what's the point of you learning to stitch if you really don't want to do it there's there's all lot of things that goes in there. if you're a guy there's some guys that will probably say no but i would love to learn to stitch well then go ahead and do it but for some guys they just see it as a feminine thing to do and why would they want to learn that that's not a skill that they would not learn anything from on the contrary there's a lot of skills out there that are feminine like knitting that i've done when i was younger that teaches you a bit of patience and self-reflection there's a lot of there's a loads there's loads of different skills out there that you might not see it as anything bigger than what it is but self-reflection for me knitting was one of the biggest things that i've learned that was when i was younger obviously i don't knit anymore but i never knitted for to make anything it was just knitting for the fun of it so yeah the reason why you want to learn something is basically for me it's emotional value and skill and it would need to fit in somewhere in my immediate life or just for the fun of it there's a few things that i learn for the fun of it and there's a few things that i focus on every day and there's a few things that i'm, I'm i can say on a regular basis go back to to reinforce and yeah learning the word learning associated with school The main thing why people don't do it is 
Well, I think the biggest reason in my mind, my hallucination is that it's connected with school and you hate school, so you hate learning. But as soon as you overcome that, a lot of things change. And moving on from that, if you want to learn something and you don't think it's a bad thing to learn something or you need to learn something, it's not a, it's not a problem either. But in your mind, you have limiting beliefs if you're not doing it. They are limiting beliefs. It's not a priority. That's the main thing. Uh, you don't have time. That's another thing that you think and make that a reality. You don't, or the, one of the other things is you don't know where or how to start. I mean, most people don't know where to start when they want to learn something. I mean, with me, with business, I literally didn't know where to start. Luckily for me, a mentor of mine actually gave me a starting point. But from there, I went, basically, I went completely haywire. And, yeah, to the point where I'm obsessed with learning. And most other times, people don't know what to learn. Obviously, you would think, yeah, but I, I, I really don't know what to learn. What is there to learn? There's, there's maybe too many things or there's probably nothing. To them, there's nothing. There's no interest. And that's just lack of, uh, what's the word? Lack of drive. I've been there. Sometimes I go into that, but there's ways that I figure out to get out of it. So I would say find something that's in, worth something for you, interesting to you, what, what energizes you. And that would be your starting point. Other thing is, you're probably conditioned with routine. And maybe people can relate. You at home, or you get home, you have a long day's work, you get home, you make something to eat, you make the family something to eat, and you watch TV. And TV is basically your free time with no aim. Because you would think you're getting something out of it but for me I would say if I watch TV which is something I haven't done for more than 15 years what what, did, what would I learn if I'm gonna watch this yes there's things that I do watch it's allocated time for me to have fun on the side but it's recreation it's not something that's set at 7 o'clock tonight I'm gonna watch Whatever's, whatever drama is coming on TV. I'm not saying you should stop doing that. I'm saying use it as a reward. I would think TV is like aimless free time. I mean, if you don't have a hobby or anything that you aspire into, then it's going to be difficult. And there are slumps that people cycle through. I, I go through it myself. Like now, uh, when I was younger, I used to do skateboarding and breakdancing when I started working I couldn't breakdance as much as I would love to because I was tired and that was also another excuse but with that I still skated but not as often as I would have loved to but also what I did was I tried something different I said you know what what's closest to breakdancing where can I do it what can I do with that same type of movement and flow. Then I found a place, well, what a place? Brazilian martial arts, capoeira. If you don't know what it is, Google it, it's quite fun. Been doing that for a while. I stopped for about a year because I put more time into learning practices and practical practices. And in the end, you know, like now, 
I kind of feel that 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 downward spiral, downward cycle, where my downtime is just vegetating, which hasn't hasn't it hasn't got to that point yet, but I can feel it coming on. So knowing myself and knowing how things work for me, I know I need to do something physical again, and it's not working out because working out is fun in its own right. But that is with an aim. I want to do something like going to run in the evening, or which also is fun. But it used to be fun. But I want to do something more strenuous while learning something fun and meeting new people. So I'm contemplating going back to Capoeira, but not to the same school. Something a bit different. That or some other type of martial arts. I've looked in the area, and there's quite a few. Like Wing Chun looks quite interesting. Even though it's not, it doesn't look like it's going to be that much of a pain. But I've watched a couple of videos and it looks intense. So yeah, may- maybe you don't have the drive because there are too much to accomplish. There is too much to accomplish. You you see it as you're not uh, ready for everything, or you or you're trying everything, but there's no result. Well, if you work with a different type of strategy, with a, what can I say, with an integrated strategy, minute bits of info, minute bits of practical, you get minute bits of results. Maybe it would be something fun to try it out in small, shorter spurts, and seeing a result instead of focusing your time, instead of one full hour on. Ten different things. You focus your hour on maybe two things, and you focus that time. You literally put blocks of time out to, to learn something about it, get a result out of it, and obviously you get a reward. And understanding that, I would say, like you want to learn something. In other words, like this is creating a habit. Charles Dewey that pops into mind. Learning something is like a habit. You putting in time. You have to do it. Sick. No one say you have to do it cyclical, but. If you put in the, the right amount of time and the right amount of effort, you can get a good enough result, and you can put more effort into it to get a better result. So Charles Duhigg is one of the books I would say. What's it? Uh, something habit. Uh, yeah, speaking about a good memory, I forgot the name of the topic, the title of the book. So that book, I'm not saying you must go and read it. I'm just saying you need to be able to form this little habit. And the habit is going to help you through everything. I mean, ask anybody that's gone to gym. You obviously don't go to gym once. I've spoken I've spoken about that before. You don't go to gym once and you sit. You do it on a continuous basis. And the funny thing is, people. This is the misconception. People say, "No, if I go to gym or if I do some strenuous workout, I can't do it in the morning. It's going to make me tired. Or I can't do it in the evening. It's going to make me tired." If you look and research. What actual what actually happens to your body while working out, doing something strenuous? You gain more energy. It could mess up your sleep at night. I'm not saying if you're doing it right, but the the case is when you work out, you actually gain more energy. There's a whole slew of of chemicals running through your through your veins then from your brain. And again, it's just misconceptions. And if you believe that, then that is what's going to happen. I'm not saying go change your beliefs. I'm saying try things out. Don't be scared. There isn't a set way of learning something. I've found out that 
like with uh, what I want to do now, which is why I say I kind of started because I haven't set time aside to learn Japanese, but I've bought the program from Michelle Thomas. If you don't know who he is, he's one of the greatest uh, say linguists. He, let's just say he taught people that were on set, movie sets, to speak fluently a language that they were learning for a movie in about five days. Let's, let's exaggerate. Let's say about five days. I've reinforced this whole thing with Tim Ferriss's um, experiments. He's learned, uh, he's learned uh, Togalag, which is Filipino, within effectively three days. And it's all about how you go about starting. And he explains it quite nicely, which is what brought about this whole idea of learning. And learning for me has always been fun, and I've always learned my own way in figuring things out the shortest time, shortest everything, cutting the learning curve. And I just thought, okay, let's just talk about it. I mean, for starting, how do you start? One of the main reasons, I don't know where to start. But just starting, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, just start. Who's stopping you? Like with me doing the podcasts, I review this after I've uploaded it and I literally cringe listening to my own voice. But the difference is I'm putting it out there. I'm actually doing something. So I'm learning with, with each and every take, with each and every upload. And it's basically, this is the, for me, this is the quickest learning curve. I've learned a hell of a lot. I mean, I've even learned what type of audio um, equipment I would need. Look, my dad has a studio. I'm not going to use that just yet, but I want to be able to, yes, I want to get the best equipment. But if I think in terms of functionality and practicality, I don't want to be hauling around my MacBook and what's it, the Samsung Micro microphone it's it's pointless i'm need a i'm need a power outlet if i'm going to be in the middle of the street so if i get someone that i want to maybe interview on the street how am i going to use this to my advantage i can't so i literally figured it out the way that i would have thought it out which is where would i be recording this maybe in future i'd record if i record my myself talking I'll, i'll just put it on using the equipment but i want to use it i don't actually want to use it i want to use the equipment that i have already and the equipment that i have already is my phone and my macbook my phone records like i am doing now i'm i'm doing my best not to sound scripted which i'm not actually because that's what i did in the first couple of episodes and i'm thinking this through as i talk and i mean I'm not the best at it, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm getting better at it with every time I'm doing it. And using my phone, obviously not 100% the best quality, but it's serving its purpose. That's what matters. You tuned in to the D-Swift show. Are you ready? Come on. It's time to figure shit out. No No more more excuses. excuses. At D Swift Hacker, find it on Facebook and grab some bonuses. We all know people are different, and every person have certain skills that you might want, want to acquire. And here's a first, here's one of the first shortcuts. Look at people 
look at the skill that you want and then look at people that learned the skill that you want and try to figure out if you can't get a hold of them how they did it what's the shortest method to learning for them will obviously be different for you like for me I know I learn visually and audibly but like for the past week I read a book and the books was written by Paulo Coelho uh, the witch of Portobello an interesting book something I would say I would not really read but it's the, sec- the third book that I've actually read of Paulo Coelho besides The Alchemist and Eleven Minutes I still have a few other books to go through of him but it's not something it's not, not something I'm taking out and saying I'm learning from it I would love to give a summary of the book but my thing is I learned to read that book or should I say not the thing the main point was I read that book within about six days same with 11 minutes I think it was three days and the alchemist was about three to four days as well but the best part of it it took no extra time like Anthony Robbins taught me something years ago net time no extra time so I love listening to things and I used to turn some of my books, my PDFs to MP3 and listen to it that way. So if I couldn't, like if I was driving or if I were to be jogging or working out, I'd be listening to some audiobook or some course or something where I'm learning something. And I mean, I listened to Paulo Coelho's book last week while I was busy working and it wasn't it was at my own pace it wasn't a full day's worth of listening to that it was maybe like 45 minutes I listened for the day or an hour and a half for the full day I mean even when I get home and started cleaning that's the thing that I did put my earphones in my ears and started cleaning while listening to Paulo Coelho that's a shortcut for a lot of people some people hate learning that way not to say that there isn't ways to learn better but for me that's the best method learning via audio and I mean I'm not an it's another it's a misconception people that learn certain skills are not experts at it I mean some people would say the, the, the idea is to get to become good at something in 10,000 hours also something I learned a while back uh, Josh Kaufman's book 20 uh, first 20 hours I read that book, it was amazing. Although some of the things didn't work for me that he had in there, took some of it, a lot of fluff, but he made a lot of sense. You can look up summaries online on YouTube and and such, but obviously I read the book. No, I didn't read the audio book, I actually read the physical book. And I, I was just amazed at the way, we th- the way we think, the way people think, the way society thinks, we need to get 10,000 hours in this to become experts. Okay, to become experts. That's one way of looking at it. But I don't want to be an expert. I just want to be able to do the basics, to be good at it. Like for me, magic. I knew how to shuffle cards and I wanted to get good at it and, it got in- and I got into magic. And I think it was like a week just use the basics took me a week and I got good at handling cards 
but that was practice every single day. Ask me to do something now, I can still do it half-heartedly, but I haven't practiced in it for years because my aim wasn't to become a performer, it was just to handle cards better. But with that came a whole lot of other things. So, And I wasn't an expert at it, and it only took me a couple of days, and no, I didn't sit for hours. I would actually do like card handling while I was doing something else, watching a movie or something like that. That was the best part about it. It didn't require any cognition, it just required me to to learn muscle memory. And I wasn't an expert at it, and that's that's the difference between the way you would think about it. That could be a limiting belief as well. We don't have to become experts to be to be good at something. So if it's ten thousand hours to become an expert, how many hours to become uh, competent in it or good at it? And that's where Josh Kaufman's book, The First Twenty Hours, comes in. Yeah. Also, the other thing is, we believe that. No, if you want to learn something, it's going to take a hell of a lot of time. Like, like I told about Japanese, it's going to take a long time. But with this thing of Michelle Thomas, it's about, I think, five to eight minute audios. There's a couple of CDs and you go through it at your leisure. It's not something you have to be tested on. You're actually using your... But this is something you have to cognitively listen to. You don't just sit and let it go in. You listen and repeat, but it's like five minute to eight minute audios and you can do two a day. So it's not going to be that strenuous on the brain. So yeah, it doesn't take a lot of time to learn something. For most people, they want to chunk everything down into one session. Whereas other people who are clever enough or who have good, good enough experience, they know they can actually learn something on a smaller scale but in a longer term so that's a misconception you don't need a lot of time to learn something and yeah here's the other thing that i that i actually enjoy and still enjoy learning all these different things people would think but what the hell is mechanical engineering got to do with psychology got to do with botting got to do with computers got to do with uh what's it trading I think after a while, after learning, that was quite a while back, after learning quite a few things back then, I mean, I was busy with Linux, I was busy with Photoshop, I was busy with, um, I won't say in social engineering, but bartending and PUA. I kind of saw a sort of integration between them. They all, I, I, I can't really explain it well just yet, but when I can, I'll obviously explain it. But in the words that I can form now, all those little things are interlinked, so it's integrated. Something helped me with something else. Something I've learned before helped me with something else. So don't take anything for granted. I mean, again, with knitting, it helped me with patience, which I still have today. I mean, I tell other people to be patient when they're waiting on something or getting stressed or whatever. Like, that's one thing that I've, I've, I've learned to control. And that's part of emotional intelligence. Daniel Goldman learned that a while after I've actually learned the basis. Well, so I, I say it's the basis because if you don't have patience, you're gonna be yeah, you're gonna be very difficult in learning something. And the main the main point I would say a lot of people do, like I do this, I listen. I listen to as much books and stuff as I can. And then the other thing was obviously, do I want to do it? If I didn't want to do it, I wouldn't be listening to it. 
And if I am listening to it, I have to be able to get a result out of it. I have to be able to do something with what I'm learning. So, don't just listen. Don't just watch. Actually do something. Before, I've I've seen people jump into courses and all they do is go over the course material and they say, this stuff doesn't work. They've tried a little bit, but this stuff doesn't work. When the, the lecturer or the person in charge who's actually giving the courses asks, Okay, we'll go on a private chat and we can have a talk. And you show me what you've done and then I can guide you. And with that, the feedback is basically, he adds another thing to the whole system saying, try this, try that. Don't get stuck here and say it doesn't work because limiting beliefs are funny. They pop up on the, on the on, I won't say the worst times, but they pop up on one of the times that you think, oh shit, it's... You won't even see it. You won't even notice it because it's a limiting belief. It's something in the subconscious. It it just pops up. And most of the time, it's nothing to do with anything because it's a limiting belief. It might not even be real. But as it may stand, look, it's, it's... I have the opposite to that. And my... My beliefs... Well... Here's something that I, that, that I know it's in your mind. It's, it's going to pop up sooner or later. When you want to learn something, you're going to think, oh, no, it's easy. No, it's easy. It's fine. I can do it. But the more you do it, the more it weighs you down because the results are not as, as expected, maybe. Because you're doing it on your own. You might not have a teacher. You might not have someone teaching you, showing you the ropes. And imagine a heavily flowing river. Now, imagine that's life. Now, in order for us to live, we're basically following that flow of life. And what I've, what I've chosen, and this is what helps me get motivated in all of this stuff, the drive is there. I go against that because if you're going to flow with life, you're going to end up where everybody else is. That's, that's a belief of mine. If you're going to go, if you're going to do what everybody else does, you're going to get what everybody else gets. Or if you're going to keep on doing the same thing you're doing, you're going to keep on getting the same thing you're getting. And this is something I've picked up from Brian Tracy, I think. Yeah. And it's going to get hard. It's, it's going to get hard. But most people do the convenient thing and follow and flow with this river. Not a problem. It's not an issue. But if you want certain things in your life, if you're complacent, if you're happy with what you have and you're complacent with what you have, there's no problem with that. But to get to the next stage in your life, if you want to upgrade yourself, there's going to be learning involved. So I would suggest, you know, just remember, if you're going to learn anything, if you look at people that are at the top of their game, they learned that. That to figure it out. It's called modeling some, uh, modeling a skill, modeling uh, a process, modeling a system. And if you can model someone's system, if you can model enough systems and make your own system out of that, it's well worth it because you can do it without going against life and its stream of life. Going against it with those systems makes it a lot easier. It's only because we don't know what to do or we don't know what systems to use, we don't know what we need to do next that we kind of just fall off. And for most people, that's difficult, that is hard because they don't know what to do. 
and they get stuck with I don't know what to do instead of changing their mind into a more resourceful state and say what else can I do or how else can I get what I want because in my mind this is another belief there's shortcuts to everything I see it as a mathematical equation there's different methods to get the same result and it depends on your perspective what method are you going to use or what method do you choose on using or are you going to create your own method i won't suggest that obviously but it depends if you want to create if you want to recreate the wheel or reinvent the wheel go ahead so let me just recap for learning for learning you basically want to be able to learn something that is gonna help you emotionally somewhere with a skill of some sort and there is a way to learn it fast. I can help you with that, obviously. But it's, it depends on the type of skill and what you want to learn. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually saying this now. I'm going to take on Japanese. And I think, if not next week, the, ne- the week after's episode, I will speak a little bit of Japanese in there. That's going to be a little goal of myself. For myself. Recapping, you, you don't... There is ways to learn. It's just that you don't know what ways to take. I can give you a resource and I can give you a filter. So the resource is Google. Google helps you a lot. YouTube. YouTube helps you a lot as well. But the filter with that is don't get sidetracked. Keep the goal in mind because the internet can sidetrack you like hell. I should know. I don't watch TV. But... Yeah, I figured out ways that I don't get ads, I don't get things that sidetrack me. And if I focus on one thing, I'm focused. I'm so focused that I, nothing can penetrate my hearing if I'm focused on something. So, yeah, the recapping is basically if you want to learn something, there are ways to do it. And I would suggest one or two books, but obviously, you don't want to go and sit and read. But for those who do, the first 20 hours, How to Learn Anything Fast by Josh Kaufman is one of the best books you can ever pick up. And funnily enough, I've bought this book, just read the beginning, and it's, it's stated a lot of things, which is why this popped up. The 4-Hour Chef. You would think, what the hell, why chef book? Because at the beginning, I think it's chapter 1, I'm not sure what it's called. Uh, they basically give you the breakdown of learning or the breakdown of how he learns and it's quite cool it's quite it's quite it's simplified quite cool and those two books alone will give you the how can i say the the 10 percent or the 100 percent that you would need to push forward there's other books like charles charles Duhigg's um the power of habit or habit i still can't remember the book's name something habit but charles Duhigg habit and there he teaches you how to reinforce the habit that you want to learn and the habit being say you want to go to gym there's certain things you can do say you want to go do something you want to learn something like that's what i'm going to do now with the japanese i'm going to put something in place so that i don't forget to go over my 15 minutes of japanese per day so yeah if this was useful interesting or boring please leave a comment below and visit my facebook page at the Swift Hacker. Here's the thing. If you want to learn quicker than the average person, if you want to learn quicker 
for business success or just for fun or even just because you enjoy learning and want to learn fast. I'd like to build a course on this, cutting the learning curve. So join the mailing list. You can find the link in the description below or on the Facebook page DSwift Hacker. We will take it from there at the end of the month. So see you in that mailing list. Thank you for listening. Mr. ID Swift out. Thanks for listening to the D Swift show. Be sure to like and share. If you have any thoughts related or unrelated, please leave it in the comments. Before we forget, don't forget to subscribe for up-to-date episodes. Till next time.